ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuning in, um, I've been talking about this conversation for the past couple of weeks. I have legendary actor, singer, Leon joining the Flow Aid show tonight, man. How are you, my brother? I'm good, good. Thanks for having me. Nice to talk to you. All that good stuff. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you for, t for joining me, man. I reached out. He's like, no problem. Let's do it, man. It's definitely uh, it's a pleasure, man, to be talking to you, man. You hear me? You good? I can hear you. I can hear you. No, definitely. You know, and I appreciate it. Definitely. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, the, the, the funny thing about this pandemic is that, you know, I actually have time to, to talk to, reach out, be reached out to by, you know, quite a few people, quite a few people I, that I wouldn't have the time or be in touch with normally. So um, I'm taking advantage of that. I've always been a people person. I think most people like me, you know, <laughs> so I like to keep it that way. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Blessings, King. I'm from New York. Um, I grew up in the Bronx. I know that you grew up in uh, Mount Vernon, right? Mount Vernon and the Bronx. Mount Vernon. Yeah. For those who don't know, Mount Vernon is pretty much in the Bronx. It's part of the Bronx. I said it may be money, the better, the better money, side of the Bronx. Money earned in Mount Vernon. Money earned in Mount Vernon for sure. Um, yeah. um, how was it like for you growing up in, in New York at the time in the 60s? You said in the 60s? Mm-hmm. I don't know much about that because I was too young to, I mean, I would tell you more about what it's like in the seventies because then that's okay. when I was in grade school. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's get into something <laughs> a little bit. You growing up in the seventies, how was it like? Um, it was cool. You know, I went to major, I went to, um, mostly parochial schools. So, um, there weren't too many, um, brothers and sisters in my class. So I learned to integrate and have best of friends with Italians and Indians and Irish kids, you know, most of my life in my childhood. Got you. Did you play any sports growing up with your height? Yeah, I was a basketball player. Basketball. And how, and how far did you go playing basketball? Well, I was all everything in New York in my year. I was second leading scorer in the city. Um, I went to Loyola Marymount University, um, played there, and then um, I became a drama major, but then I played some pro ball in Europe for Team Monroe. Gotcha. Gotcha. So how did, how did you go from playing ball to transitioning into acting and music? Um, <laughs> you know, to be honest with you, when I was young, uh, when I was in grammar school, I did this rock and roll revival at my grammar school and it was, it was like, a, we had to do it two extra nights because it was sold out. And so, but when I went to um, an all boys prep academy, they didn't have a drama department, so I just excelled in, in b-ball. And so, um, you know, what happened is that a, a graduate film student um, chased me down campus when I was on scholarship at Loyola Marymount and asked me to be in his film called The Photographer. And I was like, well, why do you want me to be in your film? Why don't you get somebody in theater arts? I'm sure they'd be, you know, really excited about that. And he was like, no, there's something about you. I've been watching you. I got. A, I have an eye. He says, you're going to be in movies one day. I want to be the first one to do it. So I was like, all right. So I tried it. And I had an experience that we all have. You know, when you know, you sit down with somebody you just met, but you feel like you've known them longer than that time you spent with them. That's the way I felt on the movie set. So I switched my major over to um, drama. And I became a drama major and started doing theater. Wow. Wow. So it's kind of like, um, 
you know, God put certain people in, 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 your, in your life and, and make you cross uh, paths with certain people sometimes to help you discover the gift. Yeah, you know, any, any, any one thing. Um, I could have chose a different school. I was thinking about going to Long Beach State. I was thinking about going up to um, um, Santa Clara. You know, I was because I wanted to go to school in California for some reason. I don't know why. That's part of something else. Like, well, why was my destiny in California? You know, I'm a kid from Mount Vernon in the Bronx. You know, and all I could think about is California, <laughs> and I'd never been. So that was just, I guess, that was something calling me to be there. <laughs> Um, so, you know, just things work out that way. Mm -hmm. And then years later, you see that uh, you made a great choice. <laughs> well, I made, I made a choice. I made the most of my choice, I put it that way. <laughs> mm. um, I want to talk about your career, right, when you first started, so just for a little bit. Um, I know you were in a few films um, throughout the 80s, and around like 89, was in the Madonna. I remember, I remember being in the '90s, being a kid and seeing it um, come on MTV and seeing you in the video, Madonna. Um, like, like, a a prayer. Like, like a prayer, like a prayer, like a prayer. How did that come about? Did you know Madonna prior to, or how did you? How did, how did that situation come about? No, I didn't. I mean, I didn't know her um, really. I had, you know, met her once when she was married to Sean Penn, because I was friends with um, Sean's younger brother. Um, but she didn't even remember that. So, no, I just, they were doing a nationwide, worldwide search for this guy. Uh, they were looking at models and all kind of guys. And um, they came to my agent and asked me if I would be interested in doing it. And originally I said no. I was like, because I consider myself a serious actor. I just did about three studio films, four studio films. I'm like, okay, you know. Um, why would I want to be dancing around in a music video with Madonna? <laughs> you know, I mean, because I'm thinking that's that's all you see in music videos. At the that videos, time. right? It's dancing around. Yeah, you know. So, and then um, then they came back around again and asked me what I used consider it. And my agent said, you know, Larry Lambert is a film director. You know, she did this whatever, and I was like, she says, okay, why, why don't you maybe something to come out of it? If nothing else, you guys will work together on something else. And I said, okay, cool, whatever. So I went up there and I met with them and. She had a whole gang of women up there and they were just like buzzing around, whatever. And um, she explained to me, you know, that she wanted me, she wanted me to act. She wanted me to play two different characters and, and wanted to be a, a, a statue that came to life and then also be the victim, you know, of, um, of the police, you know, accusing the wrong person. And I was like, oh, okay. And you want me to, um, you want Madonna to adore me and kiss my feet. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, right, I can, I can do it. <laughs> so yeah so it was, it, and then I, they played the song for me and I knew the song was gonna go number one as soon as I heard it I was like okay this song's gonna be a smash but the, the odd thing about it was I figured that when it came out it would be like the front page of the calendar section or the art section you know I didn't know it was gonna be lead off story at six on the news everywhere but like it was front page. Very controversial. Yeah, you know, it was like it was front front page, and I was like, no, because Pepsi jumped in and pulled their campaign on her, because that that made it controversial right off the jump. So, because people were like, oh, what is it? What is what is in this video? They, they, they Pepsi <laughs> like canceling all this money they paid her, right? And so that gave it all the crazy hype, 
And then, um, and then it wound up being, you know, after all of that, it wound up being the number two video of the of the um, century behind Thriller. Behind Thriller, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, controversy, um, controversy, you know, sells. Yeah, no, uh, no question, no question. I, yeah, no question. Um, after that, um, you continue to work, and then in '91 we get this classic. At the time, of course, I don't think people knew it was going to be a classic. Well, we get the legend, the, 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 the classic, The Five Heartbeats. Um, how did that situation come about with you and Robert uh, Thompson? <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, a, it's really funny because it's like a continuing story. You just happen to ask questions in succession where the story just continues. So actually, Robert Townsend, um, well, he was being told by Jackie Brown, who's the casting director, that you gotta, you gotta meet this guy, Liam, because he wrote the movie for him and Kenan Ivory Wayans. And Kenan Ivory Wayans wrote, wrote Five Heartbeats, Robert Townsend and Kenan Ivory Wayans. And then um, they wrote it for them to both star in it as brothers. And then it took a while for the movie to get made and Kenan got In Living Color, so he couldn't do it. So Robert got to pick whoever he wanted to be his brother. And um, Jackie Brown, the casting director, um, was telling them about this, you know, about this guy, which was me. And, um, and he just so happened to go to the MTV Music Awards and I was there with Madonna. And, um, and that's when he saw me and then the next, the next day I heard he wanted to meet me. And so we met and we talked and, um, you know. But if you really want to see everything about this story in the Five Heartbeats, what you should do is stream um, Making the Five Heartbeats. It's a documentary about the making of the movie. Robert's whole journey. <coughs> you know what it's on? Excuse me? Do you know what uh, platform it's on? Yeah, it's on um, umc.tv. 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 Yeah, exactly. The whole you, making you, of the Five Heartbeats. You, right, the making of the Five Heartbeats. It's a documentary movie that, um, that it, got, it got nominated for um, an Image Award last year. Yeah. It's really, it's Robert's whole journey from the time he was a kid into the making of the movie, the struggles, everything. Um, yeah, you'll really enjoy it. If you're a fan of the Five Heartbeats, you'll really enjoy it. One of my favorites, man. One of my yeah, favorites. Exactly. Um, I told my fiance, well, I said, before we get married, you got to see. I told her, before you get married, you got to sit down and watch the Five Heartbeats with me. And the other day, she sat down and watched the Five Heartbeats with me. And that's what was I it, and it wasn't her first time, though. It wasn't my first time. I said I seen some of it and then I fall asleep. You hear this? She's seen some of the movies. She's never seen the whole movie. I'm a grandma. I'm sorry. She she falls asleep on movies. Um, but the other night, I played the five R beats. You did not and she, fall and she and she and she watched the whole thing from the she beginning. She watched the end. whole thing. Yes, right. I watched the whole thing. <laughs> <that night. laughs> she was still you, there. You you, was you, you all right? You you officially one of us now. <laughs> Officially. You're officially part of the club. Okay, yeah, thank yeah, because you. you know, yeah, I, you know, because everybody, you know, some people get their Negro stripes taken away from them. We don't, you know. Yeah, so in movies, you gotta, you, gotta be, you gotta be in two. That's what he told me. I'm not black enough. Well, if you if you hadn't seen the five heartbeats, he was probably right. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> Leon, my brother. What was your, what was your most um. I don't want to give too much away because I know there's a documentary um, on it. But what was your most memorable moment with filming that with filming that movie? 
don't know if I have the most memorable moments. There were so many moments for so many different reasons, on and off the set. So, um, yeah, <laughs> this is this is too many memories. Yeah, too many memories. There we go. There we go. Um, when it first came out, it wasn't a smash out the gate. Um, for years, but of course, years later, we we know what it is now. Everyone knows what it is now. Why do you think that the movie didn't? Um, this is a, it's a it's a, a a great film. Why do you think that the movie didn't get um, recognition? I guess you want to say when it, when it was first released. No, why it didn't open up well and do well? There was a there was a few circumstances surrounding it. Um, one, there wasn't a trailer in the movie until um, very late in the game because Robert in the studio didn't agree on what should be in the trailer, and they wanted releasing a trailer with just a bunch of guys with with conk hair dudes um, dancing. And, you know, brothers in the and New Jack City had just come out. So but that's like, that wasn't the kind of movie that people was like checking for, you know? And that's not what they should have had in the trailer. You know, you should have had like Big Red hanging my man off the, the balcony. You know, that's, you know, that, that's people like, okay, yeah, that's how I'll check that out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so whatever, whatever. Um, and then you have, um, you have the situation, New Jack City came out and there was violence at the movie theaters. So now anything that comes in right behind that was suffered. So, wow, I never knew that. So the, it was a lack of promotion, and then it was following right behind New Jack City, and it was a, it was a, it was a poor, pretty much a poor trailer. You know, yeah, then it just became like a, it came, became like a cult classic and was voted the number one African American movie in the last 25 years. Yep, yep. And next year, they'll make what, 31, 31 years since the Five Heartbeats. Something like that, yeah. It was a great time, you know, to actually be there, you know, with four other brothers, you know, all of us, um, you know, really, you know, wonderful in their own right. And, um, you know, there wasn't, there weren't movies like that at that time. So, you know, we were, we were very happy and very fortunate to spend that kind of time. And we were very fortunate that 20th Century Fox believed in the movie the way they did, that they, sent us all over the place, private planes, everything, you know, first class treatment because it scored high, but you know, they just didn't market it right. Before I move on, man, we gotta give it up for five hearts. My second favorite movie um, of all time, of course, is The Temptations. Um, whenever I see it come on TV, you know, I have to watch it, you know, sometimes it's coming on VH1 and different things like that, and you know, that's uh, commercial networks, it's hours and hours and hours. Like it'll take up your full day. Um, mm -hmm. But every time it comes on, if I'm flipping through, I just have to watch it. Um, how did you land the role of David Ruffin in that movie? Did it have something to do with the five heartbeats? Well, yeah, they have. Well, no, it has something to do with the five heartbeats in the sense that I, after the five heartbeats, I met Otis Williams. And Otis Williams told me that. Um, he has a book that they're gonna um, make into a movie, and he wanted me to play him. And so, so Otis, Otis wanted to wanted you to play him. Yeah, and so when it came around to them making the movie, they they said before we go any further with negotiations, just want to know. Um, I know Otis wants you to play him in this movie, and we're fine with that. We just want to know what role you think you should play. And I told him, well. I said, I'd be honored to play Otis, but I said, I'd probably best serve this movie if I played the role of David Ruffin. 
And they were like, oh, my God, we're so happy you said that. We don't know who would have played that role if you didn't play. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's how that happened. Wow. Um, do you remember how long that movie took to shoot? Excuse me? Do you remember how long that movie had made, uh, that had took, uh, how long it took for you guys to shoot that movie? You know, I'm not sure. Anyway, somewhere between seven and nine weeks, but we had, we had six weeks of rehearsal though. Yeah, so, you man. know, the temptations, that they, 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 they were precise in their movements, man, you know. <laughs> so, you know, between learning all the routines and songs and stuff, it was, um, yeah, <laughs> it was work. You know, it's the same, it was the same, same thing with the five heartbeats, man. Like, weeks, weeks of rehearsal, you know. Of course. Um, and, you're, in a, and, you're, in a, you're in a dance studio every day. Every day. Every day. With, with, with a great choreographer. And you just, you know. It's cool, though. I mean, I like those kind of situations. So, you know, it's, you know, things that make you work. I mean, work make you work, not just your mind, and it works your body. You know, you have to be forced to put yourself in a certain situation, like, you know, like it was with, for me in Cool Runnings. You know, for me, I had to make sure my body looked like that of a real runner. That's a really step into character. Yeah, of course. Well, that's, you know, that's my job, realistically, my job as an actor is to bring to life the writer's words and his character. I'm supposed to just breathe life into it to where you think he's real. That's my main job, okay? So in order to do that, I always think it's best for the first time a person lays eyes on you for them to believe that you are exactly what you're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. So whether, whether it's, you know, you're, you're at the Olympic trials and you're getting into your stance and, you know, people look at you and think, oh, yeah, he looks like a runner. Or whether it's the um, opening concert in Australia with Little Richard. You know, it's like at the first moment, you just got to be like, oh, yeah, that's him. You know, <laughs> like, because once you do that, then you can take the audience anywhere. Once they believe that you are the person that you're supposed to be, you can take them anywhere. And, 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 and I'm and, and I'm pretty sure, like this movie, like even you know, um, with the social media, um, of course, everyone's favorite line from the movie ain't ain't no ain't nobody coming to see Otis. It has um you know just that picture, and I'm pretty sure you've seen the memes, um, all over the internet probably. Uh, of course, tagging in the memes and different things. Yeah, like of that. course. Um, it it you know it introduces the movie to a whole new generation. Um, just at the same time, um, that line I read somewhere. I can't. I can't. I can't remember where I read it at. But I read that that line wasn't in the script. No, no, I know it's something I improvised. Wow! And it became like, uh, you know, it became it just that one line right there became, um, uh, 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 you know, uh, a stamp of the movie. Oh yeah, no, yeah, I mean, I, I, I see that sent to me or, or written to me or, you know, somewhere every day in my life, you know? Wow. <laughs> um, another classic I want to touch on, Above the Rim, that you just had spoke about, how you had to get fit, um, you had to be right for that movie. How was it like working with um, the late great Tupac on that? <clears throat> it was cool. I mean, with me, with me, it was 100% because he had, 
he had respect for me because I was in the five heartbeats. That's what he said to me right after jump. He was like, you ain't have a problem with me because you're in the five heartbeats. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he was 100 with me, always right on time. And, you know, he did his thing. And I thought he shined in the scenes with me. Uh, and I like that because, um, you know, my character was more of a silent character. So he had to carry most of the dialogue in the scene. And, and I thought he, always, he drilled it effectively uh, very well. Um, I definitely thought he, you know, he definitely had something. <clears throat> um, was I read somewhere as well that Denzel was supposed to be in the movie at some point? No, no. I mean, I read somewhere. I read when they did an article on me in the L.A. Times. That's the first time I heard of it. But I guess that they had, um, they said that they had offered that role by role to Denzel. But you know, so what? They offer everything to Denzel. <laughs> I mean, I mean, what does that mean? The only thing that only thing that means is that is is that the the role is gonna be a brother. That's what it means. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. But that, 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 see, that, that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. At that time, they offer every offer everything to Denzel, and, and and I ain't mad at him. You know, it's one of my boys, man. So I'm cool with it. Being from Mount, <laughs> being from Mount Vernon, um. Did you did ever cross paths or know each other at all? No, I mean, we know each other well now. I mean, um, yeah, it was part of the same crew, but I mean, but no, not back then. Gotcha. Not back then. Gotcha. You know, he, was old, he was older than me and um, and also <clears throat> into acting before I was, so. I didn't meet him until really, really um, on a basketball court in West Hollywood. <laughs> wow. Wow. But my um, mom, but my family, my family's business, my family owned a beauty salon, and that's where his mom would get her hair done for years. That's how people are connected. You don't even know that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, in 2000, this year makes uh, 20 years. I got to get you to see that, too. She hasn't seen Little Richard yet, so... I to get my fiance to see Come on now, you, you, I'm you, putting you, you on got black. everybody I, taking my black card now. And I, and, I, and, I, and I never do this on the show. And I never put her on black on the show. This is public. She's executive producer. I never put you on black like that. But she's never seen Little Richard. We're going we to get her to see Little Richard. You know, I, from, I, 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 you know, I, know um, I know a really good marriage counselor, if you guys are interested. <laughs> okay. We have know. a problem. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a little... I'm, 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 I'm a little concerned, and I'm just meeting y'all, and I'm already concerned. I'm I'm not from here. I'm from Belize. I was born in Belize. Oh, okay. See. And I was raised in the Bronx. All right. So you know, my upbringing was a little different. You know, you know, Caribbean parents. Listen, I know all about it, and, and, <laughs> but all I'm just saying is that you might have a little something to work out because once you mix that. Um, that straight up American Negro with a foreign Negro, there gonna be some things that's gonna go astray. Exactly. <laughs> okay, and it's just gonna—it's just gonna be in the translation. There's there's no love loss. It's just gonna be like you know you got to translate a few things. <laughs> oh man, um, working on Little Richard was Little Richard ever on set with that movie? Like, was he ever on set, kind of? Um, yeah, he came. He, he came. He, he came. He came. Um, he came one day that I saw. Um, I, I remember, and he might have just been someplace where I didn't see him on another day. But yeah. Gotcha. And um, 
any 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 advice or anything he said to you that um because you did a, you did a, you did a hell of a job in that role. No, no, no. He, we after I initially met him and spent time with him, um, we didn't talk about it at all. I just did my thing. Hmm. Um, at this time, a lot of a lot of actors um, didn't want to play homosexual roles, um, especially you know, to being a black man in America, especially at this time. Um, how did you prepare yourself mentally to step into the character as Little Richard? Any, well, for any well, for one, well, for one, no, well, for one, um, it wasn't, um, it wasn't really, I really didn't, you didn't really go that deep in that mm -hmm. movie. So there was nothing really to adjust to other than to being real, you know, um, to be a man that is conflicted, you know, um, and also having to deal with a, a father that was very strict didn't allow him to be who he wanted to be. So um, you just have to imagine, you know, and, and luckily I'm an observer of life. So I've observed people that have gone through things like that. And so I take from that as well. Um, I think that's one of the beauties of um, acting is, is, you know, being able to delve into another person's or your character's psyche and imagine what it would be like if you felt this way. And if you had to go through this and then and you were afraid to be who you actually are, you know, um, that's a hell of a feeling. I've never had that in my real life. Mm -hmm. So to put myself into characters like that is always very interesting to me. What would you, what would you call the most challenging role that you have? You know, I mean, it's, you know, they're, they're, to me, you know, for the most part, if you're playing a role where you're allowed to have the, the time to delve deep into your role and, and be part of a, you know, a, a memorable storyline, it's, it's all work. It's hard work to me. I mean, it's hard work to get a movie to be good. It's hard work to, um, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's enjoyable when you're doing it well, but you know, there's there's, there's a lot of things have to go right when you're making a movie, and then, you know, the bigger the budget, the more things have to go right. So, <laughs> um, there you go. and the smaller the budget, the more things have to go right. Is what I meant. So, <laughs> got you, got you. Um, was there was there ever a role that you auditioned for that you really wanted that you didn't get? No, because I don't, I, you know, I'm lucky to say I don't really approach things like that. You know, I was waiting too. I was thinking, I was thinking that, I, you know, there's. I would say yes, but, um, but I, but I, you know, you learn to just let that kind of stuff go because, you know, rejection is so much a part of what we do. You know, it's just like, it's just on to the next. You know, and it's not like I'm seeing something that I, that I, a movie or a TV show or something and watching somebody do it thinking, oh man, that should be me. No, nah, I like, I don't, I don't think that. And I don't think anyone does that when they see me work. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. In public, um, what do, what, who do pe people most identify you with? Of 
course, besides Leon, um, do you always win as Leon? I just recently found out that your last name is Robinson. But you always win as Leon, and um, but because uh, you know, um, you play some some classic roles, um, in public. Yeah, because who, who people run up to you or see you and automatically, for the most part, who they most identify you with. You know, it's interesting. Um, I'd say there's like four or five roles where people yell out my name all the time. And um, I say more people know me from my characters than 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 me, which is what I prefer, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, depending on where I'm at, you know, I'll hear Doris Bannock, you know, from Cool Runnings, your psyche or dead, you know, but I hear that no matter where you go, no matter what kind of neighborhood, white, black, or whatever, especially in Canada where I just came from working. And then, um, and then of course, David Ruffin, you know, um, but then, you know, JT Matthews from the Five Harpies, everybody want to play Shot Brother, <laughs> you know. Um, and then, with, you know, with my sisters, you know, they're still trying to get over me being Russell and waiting to exhale. So. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to Russell, man. I think he's grown. <laughs> so, you know, it just depends. Mm. Just depends. I'm lucky to say that there's, um, you know, there's a few. It's not just one. Oh, yeah. And Chef, please. Oh. Yeah, I don't know how I could forget Shep. I mean, I go to basketball and pro ball players be yelling, seeing me yelling Shep. <laughs> oh, man. Um, you know, you've had a successful career, um, 30 years. Um, you've had a successful music career as well. Um, last week, you released um, a new single with your group, Neon and the um, Peoples, um, your band. Um, the world's gonna come around. Um, what was because it's been a tough uh, year for everyone, but especially in our community. Um, what was the greatest inspiration? What was your most like um, inspiration behind um, putting that putting that record together? Well, the world's gonna come around is actually a song that's on um, my band's um, latest album, which is called "Love Is a Beautiful Thing." And what I did is I did um, my art for activism version of it which I basically just took the hook and wrote an entirely different song that um, reflected, um, you know, today's times and the message I was trying to get across, and which is that we and only we can make change and we must vote and that, you know, racism is the, is, is the real pandemic, okay? And, um, and so, I, you know, I think it was very important to, to drop that video um, before the election and to get as many eyes on it as possible because um, it is possible. It's talking about the world's going to come around, you know. And you know, if we don't have optimism, then we then we're dead. This is it's over. So you know, without optimism, we can't go anywhere. We must be optimistic about this world changing and things getting better. Because if we don't make it better, it all starts with optimism. So. So, you know, so I always like to put out a positive message, but I think it's also a real message because I think the video has um, hard-hitting images um, as well as those of, um, you know, hope. Definitely. Definitely. If you haven't seen it, um, it's on YouTube. Um, I watch it. Since, since, since you sent it to me, I think I've watched it at least like once a day. Um, and I've shared it as well. Appreciate so, that. Definitely, yeah. King. Um, everyone, please check that out on YouTube. Um, the world's um, 
the world's gonna go around. World's gonna come around. The world's gonna come around. By Leon um, and the Peoples, and you can just Leon go, and you can also, and you can also go to my Instagram page, or my Twitter page, and um, it's 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 there as well. Yeah. So, um, what do you think is the next step? Um, this, um, our people need to take in fighting um, injustice, racism, and for equality. Well, the very first step is we must have an administration that is for that is in favor of doing that. I mean that's the that's the biggest thing. So right now we have an administration that's dividing us. And so that has to end first and foremost. That's step number one. Um, then from there, you know, we must take this moment in time and make it a moment forever something that, an agenda that we constantly push and we keep pushing, you know, and, you know, the bright part about it is not just us this time. You know, we have lots of, we have lots of allies that are not black or brown. Mm. And, um, and that's really what's going to make a change because that's what America is. And we can fight all the fight we want, but until we're bringing everybody with us on that fight, it's going to be hard to win. But I think that's what we're doing right now. And, um, but we have to continue to do that. We can't let this be a moment in time. And maybe, we, maybe you know, <clears throat> this administration changes and then, you know, we're back to the same thing. You right. know, we, have to keep, we have to keep pushing whoever is in power, you know, about an agenda to make things better. Okay? If it's, if it's Trump, then we have to keep pushing, regardless what they're doing. And if it's Biden... We keep pushing him as soon as he gets in and has something to say. And plain and simple. I mean, that's it, it's the way it's, it's, that's just the way it's going to be. We're not going anywhere. We're Americans. We're not going any damn where. We're going to live here regardless of who's there on top. But hopefully, you know, people realize there's more people to vote for. And the Senate is so important. If we, you know, because if you can actually have the Senate in the House, then you can actually get things done. Right. So, um, Let's see. Let's see. Um, let's see what happens. And that's why uh, I made the video. It's part of my, you know, art for activism. You know, and um, let's get out the vote. Let's get. Let's, let's talk let's to get your friends. Course. Let's talk to your friends that's in those swing states. Okay, mm -hmm. where it really matters. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Stay the course. Stay the course. Make your voice um, heard. And you know, and and. Excuses isn't necessary. It's not gonna get us anywhere. We're not gonna make any progress. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and people feel like, oh, my vote's not gonna count. My vote's gonna, not gonna count. It's not gonna count. Continue just to stay the course and, 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 and fight for what you believe in. Um, my brother, thank you, thank you uh, for joining me. Um, anything that you're working on that you can probably discuss or just tell us what, what you have uh, coming soon. Um, no, I mean, I'm working on some things now. I'm working on TV series on Showtime um, that got halted during um, COVID-19. And um, I just finished a, um, a holiday movie for Hallmark, which will be out in December. Um, and yeah, just, um, just you know, plugging away, doing my thing, you know, um, developing my own projects so I can bring some of my stories. And um, yeah, that's it. 
you know, staying happy, working at it. There we go, man. I'm definitely looking forward. I know everyone that's tuned in is definitely looking forward to everything that you have coming up, man. You always put out uh, your best foot, uh, your best work. Um, I seen you sometime last, was it earlier this year or last year? You was in the Saturday Off play. Um, that was the first time I ever seen you in a play. I'm just curious. Uh, um, and you definitely did your thing and uh, set it off as well. Live, so. Thank you. Yeah, as I know, it was a lot of fun doing that play. Um, at this point in your career, is there anything else that you want to do that you haven't done? Oh, so many things, man. I feel, I feel, I feel so young in this business, man. There's so many yeah. things I haven't done. I have so many people I haven't worked with. I mean, trust me. I mean, if you're the name top ten, even you know, African American directors, I'd be lucky if I worked with three of them. So, I mean, I got, I have so many people to work with, so many people to do things with. Um, you know, that's, 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 the, that's one of the things, you know, that, 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 that keeps me, you know, so vibrant. Mm -hmm. Who's some of the people that you've um, drew inspiration from? You know, I mean, most of the people I draw inspiration from are, are you know, people that, you know, that, that do other things, you know, I mean. Because that's the people I look at. I mean, I don't really look at other actors because I don't play actors in movies. I play other people. I play doctors, lawyers, lovers, you know, whatever, you know. So I'm observing people so that, you know, that I can actually play people other than myself right. in movies, you know. Right. 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 Um, what do you feel has been your, um, your biggest accomplishment? My biggest accomplishment? Mm -hmm. Thus far, you're think, still young. I think co-parenting. I think co-parenting my daughter Noel successfully. That's you know that's that's what that's what I look at as you know that's what's important to me. There we go. Fatherhood. Yeah. Fatherhood. Yeah. Most important role you probably ever gonna play in your life. Oh, definitely, no question. Definitely, man. Um, King, do you have time? We got a lot of questions that came in. Do you have time for a quick Q and A before you get about it? I, I got five minutes. There we go. All right. All right, underscore at Erica Kane said, the ladies want to know how you're able to still look so fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, thank you very much. Um, you know, I can't, I can't really take responsibility for that. You know, partially, I guess it's genes and, um, and you know, I guess I have a routine. I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty consistent in what I do. Um, I'm like, I'm under the, the motto: if it ain't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So, <laughs> I just, you know, my routine is pretty much the same, and I just, you know, keep it moving. Okay. All right. Uh, Kenny Jackson said, "Shout out to the darling one." So Leon, after years of interactions with the same peeps, do you get tired and over their interactions? Hmm? I'm trying to understand the question too. <laughs> what? I, 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 I didn't get that. After the same peeps, do you get tired and over their interactions? After Basically, do you get do you get tired of the same S H I T? Oh, in the bit from the business. Yes, 
after years of interactions with your same peers? I hope that's what you mean. Yeah, I mean, no, not really. I mean, you know, because, you know, your peers, your, your peers are always changing. And so, and then it's good to see people because, you know, in this business, you know, you can you become friends with somebody and then just because, you know, we're entertainers, we hardly get to see each other because, but, you know, neither one of us is home or, you know, always crossing past this place, this place. So, yeah, it's, you know, I, no, I, I love the, um, I love the whole camaraderie of the business and, and the positives. And I think most people, once they've um, been in business for a long period of time, they, um, they have the appreciation of that, you know, that they can still see some of the people, you know, that they've known for years and, and still be able to make art and, and work and make a living. And it's, it's kind of cool. I'm not gonna pronounce that. She, um, she March said, "Eighties baby." Okay. <laughs> she said, "What uh, what role did you like better? Or better? <laughs> the BET days, better. Um, out of the two. No, there's, there's, there's that. I can already, I can already answer the question. I don't like, any role. <laughs> I don't like, any, I don't like any role more than the other role. There you go. There you go. Um. What's the logo on this your hat? The this, the, this the last one. What'd you say? Logo what's, on the my lo hat? what's the logo on your hat? Okay, the logo on my hat, I'm going to give my man a plug. Robert Glasper, the great um, and hot musician, is out there tearing up the jazz scene. Um, this is his uh, merchandise. He was, he was happy enough to bestow upon me. So I don't mind let, get, letting people know. Robert Glasper, if you don't know about it, you need to ask somebody. Okay? There you go. Definitely, King. Um, thank you once again um, for joining me. Um, everyone, anyone, if you missed this conversation, you can check it out on IGTV right after live. I know we're all going through a lot right now. Praise for our brothers and sisters out in Nigeria. Praise, praise for everyone over here um, in America. Please make sure that you vote, 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 vote early. Do whatever you got to do. Um, don't go in there with your phone out trying to take any selfies and trying to do it for the gram. They will kick you out. They will discard your vote. Um, so definitely just stay the course, stay focused. My brother, thank you um, for joining me. I hope someone has seen this conversation and got inspired. You know, a lot of people are going through different things and people are doubting themselves and, and falling to sinking places and definitely things like, uh, uh, things like that. Definitely, man. Thank you once again, King. Yes, no you. problem, man. Bless, Salute okay? To you. We definitely look forward right. to evidence you have coming. So you have a movie in December, right? For Christmas? It's going to be around Christmas time? Yeah, coming yeah, yeah. definitely. Holiday movie. On Showtime, so definitely I make sure you follow Leon on the right. brand. Uh, is it just WW Leon? Is that what it is? WW Leon. 